Joey, do you like films? Only if they can be placed into my mind by somebody doing a duck face. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. <laughs> Have, do you, I, here's a question. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effect for this whole movie. Yeah. This is uh, this now that this feels like a running thing that has been added to our running thing. Do you think of the response in advance? Uh, or do you like, oh, fuck, he's going to do the thing? Often, uh, most of the time, I don't think of the, the response. Uh, this one I did as I was in the kitchen <laughs> getting water a minute ago. I was like, oh, yeah, Joey's going to ask me that question that he always asks me. <laughs> Maybe I'll try it. Like, one other time, I think I actually came up with a response ready. But uh, yeah, usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. usually, you just like, oh, no, that sound effect, that was all. Uh, that was, that was that on was the live. day. That was live. Yeah. I, uh, I did that live. Uh, but, no, Brian, typically. Brian I, have a, uh, Brian, I have a question. Joey, you have an answer. Oh, that's we should do the rest of the podcast. That's just scatter, how it is. Scatter dialogue. Everybody, everybody will get it. We're yeah. scanners now. If you're scanners, you'll get it. You'll totally get it. Hey, we're talking about scanners. <laughs> this is Criterion Nights. So I'm Criterion Not Rhinish. I'm Criterion Not Brian. On this episode, 1981 scanners, written by, directed by David Cronenberg, our favorite. He's not D- David Lynch. He's David Cronenberg. I, I know. Okay, just he's, making he sure. Did, he did Nightbreed, or was it Nightbreed? He was in it. Cronenberg. I thought he wrote it, too. No, that's Clive Barker. Oh. Cronenberg was Dr. Cronenberg. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, man. IMDb score of 6.8 with 32,872 votes and Rotten Tomato score of 80%, 24 positive, 6 negative. <clears throat> that seems a fair way to judge it. What? <laughs> 81 percent 80 percent 80 percent and yeah three stars that so, you said three point what? uh 6.8 6.8 oh it's right it's out of 10 yeah. yeah so i mean i had a feeling i was gonna think this movie was okay yeah going into it and i believe this is gonna be the last of this type of movie we're gonna do this for is a gonna while. be the last bad episode we promise <laughs> well it's it's a bummer it's a real bummer because <laughs> Since since we have last spoken to you, dear listeners, we have cut together our solo episode, which I will say it was one of the more painful experiences editing There's and watching. Like, watching. But the the really big bummer is that that show was way better than Kronos and probably this one. Yeah. So I think we have to lean into that a little bit more, and I have a plan for the end of this we episode. We have to go down a dark path, yeah, basically. I we think... we are basically at a juncture where we can go we can go uh, either the light side or the dark side, and we <laughs> have to go to the dark side. We're going to lean into it super and hard. nobody is more upset about that than I am. <laughs> uh, so, you know... We won't blame you if you do not decide to watch along with us in future episodes, uh, but, you know, it's for your benefit. We're doing this for you guys. Yeah, we will give you the gist and describe in horrid detail. Ari said he only almost threw up once, at least, for the solo episode. For the solo one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Did he watch solo, or did he just listen? No, he just listened. That's probably... Let's let's talk about Scanners. This was a a jolly good time, and I I think we talked about on the last episode, the the Wayne's World tie-in. Yeah. Which is the only reason I like had Knew heard of this movie. Anything about this movie yeah, yeah. at all? That somebody's head exploded. You remember that scene from Scanners, where the dude's head Dude. blew up? I do now. <laughs> we begin with Don't. our inconspicuous, shifty-eyed overcoat hero, 
eating trash. <laughs> I was like, and he came on, and I thought, oh, this is like the worst Doctor Who episode ever. <laughs> Because he kind of looks in, he kind of has that look on his face, like, oh, what's going on? Oh, well, but the big, long coat, and it's like the 80s. And- super inconspicuous. He's probably on the up and up, walking totally around. Taking um, food off people's plates. His nice, huge, um, completely vacant eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, really just winning people over. Um, eat some trash at a food court, uh, and then sees these two old women talking about him. And this I kind of liked. Is fine because you know you've you had know, that fuck old ladies. Yeah, for you've being, had for that nags for you. You've had that moment where you're like, you're like, oh, those those old people think they're like so much better than us because they're old. I'm gonna. I wish I could explode their brains. <laughs> I wish there's something I could do to give them really bad nosebleeds. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, this is again before we knew what is happening. So, in the context of what we know so far at the very beginning of this movie. A homeless comes in, and then the old lady starts jizzing out to nothing. Yeah. Just... <laughs> well, not nothing, because he is, like, staring at her. And, he's also like, jizzing out. Yeah. Which... I mean, he's not quite going... <laughs> but he's, like, in, let's say, like, the adolescent or early stages of being able to go... <laughs> he's got early onset people. scanner, yeah. which is called jizzing out. Yeah. yeah. Brain jizz. <laughs> he's jizzing out. Um, that was the rough draft title. Before they came up with the cooler one of scanners, which you can tell he really liked because they say scanners a lot. Constantly. <laughs> like, they, we coined this thing. Maybe it's going to take off and the scanners will be the new psychic. Like, we're going we're gonna to coin this future tech term. S- scanners makes way more sense. Yeah. We're yeah. going to be so, so up in the cultural lexicon of things soon if we say it enough. <laughs> so, the, the homeless hero is making this lady's old lady's brain explode because he could tell that she was just like a shitty old lady. She just yeah. hated him. She's just a shitty lady. Well, wasn't she saying things? Was like, she actually saying it or was he hearing it? I can't remember now. Yeah, I actually don't remember now. Probably was one of those. I thought she was saying it, but you know, maybe she was just listening. Mm, just thinking about him. I, I, she might have been saying it. We'll say, we'll say for the mm. sake of this, she was saying it. And so he like starts to explode her brain, but he doesn't know what's going on. And then enter... Are poorly utilized, but best part of the movie, the trench coat twins. Yep, come in at the top of the escalator. Like, hey, he's got a trench coat too. Get I, him. I just assumed this movie was going to everybody be in trench coats. Do the way they establish it is like, well, it's trenches, trench coats are definitely a thing. It's 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 how its scanners remain inconspicuous by all wearing the same trench coats with each <laughs> yeah. other. The, well, the, this movie, uh, I have an unprecedented. Uh, bullet point here, which could be a three reason or an alt title. Oh, okay. Which is trench coats, shotguns, and um, face vibration or something like brain jizzing. Yeah, because that is, those are the the three reoccurring themes in this movie. Where <clears throat> I think they just had like a bulk brown trench coats hanging out yeah they just they were just extra ones left over from uh probably they were just like on set for like the actors like let's just uh throw trench coats <laughs> uh, on him. you know trench uh, coats and shotguns yeah uh he's got a trench coat too get him and then has the slowest most baller escalator escape <laughs> <laughs> yeah going up it he decides oh I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna switch over to the other one, and then hangs off. Hangs, misses so poorly. <laughs> it's the kind where you like, if you're ever going down, and then the up one is next to you, and you put your hand on it, and your hand starts to go up away yeah. from you, 
and it just at a certain point gets uncomfortable and you let go he just held on it and is like dragged out of the, the opposite direction to the slowest escape i've ever seen <laughs> and they were just completely they were just like what are we gonna do how do we stop him we shoot him with a dart yeah in the hand which i which i at first thought was like okay that's kind of cool that like it wasn't just like a straight like oh got shot in the chest like most movies just be like oh body shot of course like what? oh it was a, it was a bad shot it's kind of cool they were showing like a more realistic way of how it might go down until like later when you they are constantly giving him shots in the hand and you realize that that oh, shot that's perfect <laughs> that shot was a perfect dead on shot that he was aiming for well that i have in my same bullet with escalator escape it says take the fucking dart out because he's hanging on the thing he he can clearly see there is a dart in his hand but he leaves it in there well at that point the medicine's already in it's yeah but you have a fucking dart hanging out of your hand like that would i'm like ew 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 <laughs> <laughs> you go, ew, 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 let go, and then just fall to your death. <laughs> you mean the three feet to the floor of the mall? Yeah, they might have been like ten feet up. <laughs> oh, I just look at the like the needle under my skin going, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, escaping uh, up, just, up the escalator. Oh, <laughs> you're, oh. you're holding on to the edge, you look up, and you go, oh, and then you vomit, and you're like <laughs> holding there and vomit, just like falling down on the, the high schoolers below you. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, oh, oh. As you, as you slowly ride the handrail away from everybody. <laughs> oh, fuck. We forgot to find out what Scanners is really about. Pause. Oh, yeah. Back to the beginning. Uh, criterion synopsis, courtesy of... We just got so excited about <laughs> about, about scan faces. No, yeah, well, that, and we're just really hoping this is like an okay episode, so we don't have to like watch shit all the time. Yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's find out what Scanners, what scanners is about. With with scanners, David Cronenberg plunges <clears throat> plunges us into one of the more terrifying and thrilling sci-fi worlds after a man with extraordinary and frighteningly destructive telepathic abilities is nabbed by agents from a mysterious... I have kind of a bad call today, guys. Oh, it's okay, Criterion Bowski. By agents from a mysterious rogue corporation, he discovers he is far from the only possessor of such strange powers, and that some of the other scanners have their minds set on world domination. This sentence has lots of commas, while others are trying to stop them. A trademark, Cronenberg. Combination of visceral and cerebral this phenomenally gruesome and provocative film about <laughs> the expanses and limits of the human mind was the Canadian director's breakout hit in the United States. Anyway, you made in, the, it. in the mall. <laughs> I wasn't sure there for a that was, minute. That was a really tough one. Um, <clears throat> so as at this point, scanners, um, is that, I thought scanners means homeless? Uh, no, nah, are I mean, all scanners homeless? I, I, Mister Vale, maybe scanners homeless because you know what? Okay, probably. Here I don't know. I w- here's the thing. I was concerned, like at the end of that chase scene when he was stuck stuck at the top of the escalator. I was concerned his coat was gonna get oh, snagged get inside there, and then we were gonna see because it's Cronenberg, and then he's like get started getting sucked down into it, and then like you just see blood and gore and shit like shoot as he gets to like come sucked up the escalator, as he gets sucked in the escalator. No, none of that happened. He just got to like, picked up. It's like like nothing happened. Yeah, it it freezes and it's like 
you respect escalators or like kids or whatever those things are. Fear the escalator. Yeah. Don't be a fucker. It's, it's just a PSA at the end and then it, and then it's just over. Scanners is about a movie about escalator escalator <laughs> safety. Uh, so now over at Consec, which is a corporation, of course, as you can tell, corporation, corporation. Guys, after a um, theme, if we, you will, we have Mister Vale, aka Cameron, aka our scanner homeless. He is laying uh, in a bed, and then they just start bringing in an audience, to which Mister Vale starts to air thrust, starts to. <laughs> like, all, imagine all the thrusting people... into the air with that sound <laughs> and then it starts getting that really bad like sweat effect that they they did in older movies where it just looks like they just poured water like on <laughs> like him down their face like they're not actually trying to make it look like sweat it just looks like it's just water that's like on him yeah well, he, the, the there's this doctor, and I, I had the name the, down. I was very proud of myself. I forget what it was. Doctor Ruth. That's why I remembered because it's the sex doctor oh, lady. That makes even more sense for what I was thinking. What I was about to say was that when he first t- goes up to the bed, he starts touching like the bottom of his legs, and I thought he was just going to touch his penis. <laughs> I'm like, is he just? Gonna- I need to flip your scanner switch. <laughs> <laughs> we have to check to see, see how big of a scanner you are. <laughs> Yes, this, this man has lots of scanner in him. <laughs> Scan me. He lays down across him. <laughs> say, I have to touch your scanner with my scanner. I I personally induct all scanners into scanner school. Now let me, I'm going to lay it across you. Now scan me. Yes, I can feel it in my belly. This is a proper scan. <laughs> Over at Consec, uh, Dr. Ruth, uh, I assume the husband of the sex toy qvc lady is naturally natch he has mr vale aka cameron aka our homo scanner um sitting in a room with a, an audience where essentially he is hearing all these people's thoughts at once yes which was kind of a cool effect you yeah. kind of you you start to get what's going on because no one's talking and they like make a point at showing you that no one's lips are moving but he's starting to flip out because the noise is so loud and see then, i I guess did you not read anything about this movie beforehand? Okay, so you didn't have any because uh, I like I, re- I read the synopsis beforehand and I knew it was about like psychics oh, who could, yeah. like scam brains. So none of this was like, oh, what's going on? It's I, more like, oh, okay, yeah. I only yeah. knew of the head explosion. Yeah, because I've actually seen it, not just from Wayne's World, but like I've seen the head explosion. Yeah, but I didn't know like what a, the whole thing of the movie was. I, I the only the only bit I did was like right before I watched the movie, I read the IMDb intro just to see because that's kind of how I start watching them. Anyways, I usually read it just I because need context because <laughs> it's art. I need context because I have to know like what's going on in this movie before right. I start, so I can kind of prepare and steal myself for it <laughs> so even like some little bit helps well i mean this one wasn't this too, one super no painful. no I, it was just more a habit at this point in time this one was fine so well let's let's leave you know the air thrusting for a while he, th- he gets a drug and it calms him down yeah end of scene now we are in another room uh where a lecture hall yeah this guy's like now i'm going to scan you this is the scanning process is very painful. You might get some nosebleeds. I'm, um, you might, you, you, you might get nosebleeds. You might become aroused. I you don't get, know. You, you might get your nipples very <laughs> long and erect. Um, it only. I am a very large, full-bodied scanner. Um, <laughs> I have to. I have to make sure I touch you with my scanner all across your body. <laughs> boop, 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 
Boop. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I found one Boop. to scan. Yes. You, miss. You're the right one to scan. <laughs> I'm going to start scanning around your face. <laughs> flap, 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 flap. <laughs> you like being scanned like that? Uh, Listen, I'm a professional. <laughs> professional scanner. Please do yeah. not move. Do not move. Open your mouth. <laughs> no, no. So he, he, this guy, um, glasses, kind of talking like a teacher, says he's going to scan everyone in this audience, uh, lists all the side effects like one of those commercials where most of the, the drug commercial is the negative stuff. It's going to be really cool, but now listen. <laughs> like, it's gonna Sure, it's going to help you with your diarrhea, but you're also going to get nausea, cramps, headaches, <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> cancer. <laughs> Diarrhea, constipation, <laughs> depression, excessive happiness. Like <laughs> excessive happiness, excessive depression, excessive happiness with excessive depression. <laughs> so he gets um asked for volunteers and unsurprisingly, not a lot of people raise their hand except for Mr. Radek. Radcheck. Yeah, I kept thinking Radcheck. This is pretty cool to Starship Troopers. It right? is, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, this what- this and Genocide are both Starship Trooper prequels. Shit, I forgot about Genocide. That was way before. Genocide was about the story of the bugs. This is the story about Ratchek. Ratchek, yeah. Before he had the Roughnecks and and taught history. Right. (laughs) Oh. Uh, So, Mr. Radek raises his hand. Oh, yeah. It actually is. I forgot. It's not Ratchek. I didn't even make that connection that it was like, it it was an R last name as well. I wrote it down at at some point. Yeah. Revik? Revik. Revik. Yeah, Revik. Revik raises his hand, who we don't know yet, but it is... We don't know his name's Revik. He goes down to get scanned by the dude, and then they start sitting at the desk and vibrating next to each other they for have, at least 30 seconds. They have what I see, assumed was just, like, an intense jerk sesh. <laughs> With like their two, brains. Just, like, two dudes just, like, jerking it, but sitting next to each other and not looking. Just going... Here, here's what I really want to do. I want to... No, Joey, we can't have a side-by-side jerk sesh. Okay, no, we no. do it face-to-face and look at each other in the eyes, just like men. <laughs> um, and race. Yeah. So just well, imagine yeah. how hilarious this is to shoot. Like, anything that has superpowers or special abilities and someone has to, like, get hit by your invisible bullshit, and they're just it's two dudes sitting there literally just like... Making faces and vibrating. Like making their heads vibrate. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> and then cue the infamous head explosion, which oh, yeah. still looks pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like that scene in Scanners. Where that dude's head where blew up. Where that dude's up. head blew up. It's like that scene in Wayne's World where they referenced the scene in Scanners where the oh, dude's, dude's head, head blew blows up. up. Yeah. He was cool. Um which I think is why the the special makeup dude's probably credited in, in the opening sequence. Yeah. Like, well, and also special, the, end, the end, too. Special makeup consultant and head exploder. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it, it is right after this. Um, they immediately empty the lecture hall and inject or start to inject Revik with the same medication that they were injecting Cameron with. But... But he looks at him and, like, silent vibrates his face. And then the the, the guy injects the stuff into him. And then he pretends... Redick pretends like... He got it. He got it. And then... And then cue alternate title due to the next scene. 
the brief adventures of the trench coat twins. Because <laughs> <laughs> in this daring escape, we uh, lose our favorite underutilized duo. <laughs> <laughs> such pro- they had such promise. Yeah, <laughs> they they had they were snappy dressers. They were. They were good at finding other people with trench coats. They were. They were excellent detectives. Remember when they were in that. That excellent food court, excellent shots. <laughs> yeah, right excellent in the hand. shots, right in the hand. They were in that food court, and they were chasing a guy up an escalator. Saw it. Good job. Felt like I knew him, but great, yeah, great gone work. already. Uh, Revic just tears apart this entire like squad of people trying to transport him by um, making, making him crash, making the, the other car like speed ahead and crash into a wall, and then. He makes one guy shoot the other dude, and then he shoots himself. Well, the one guy shoots the tr- the trench coat twins. Yeah, tread the med- the the incredibly short life yeah. and brief adventures of. And the then he shoots coat. himself, and then Reddick like smiles. He's it's like, like no, 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 no. every every scene is just like you expect him to just be like, and he has this weird like bullet scar in the very yeah. center of his forehead. Does he have that as a person? Like, is that just... No, a- no. They Did you not see, like... So, like, in the next bit, they talk about... Well, they go to the boardroom, and they discuss, like, oh, you're losing all these scanners because... And the the professor's like, I think that they're going with this Reddit guy, and, like, they're... Revit dro- guy, and they're, like, dropping off because this... The company was, like, working with these scanners to try to get them help and control. Yeah, we find out that that, that conference hall was them unveiling the fact that they're studying scanners and scanners exist. Yeah. X-Men are real. Hey, everybody. We all have superpowers. Come get your mind jiggled around by one of our professional scanners. Oh, shit, his head blew up. X-Men are real, and he's an American. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, so then the doctor is saying, like, oh, we're losing them we're we're losing track of them and we think that there's a he's like i think there's a secret underground scanners group and i think that this guy is the leader this reddit guy which is quite the jump and then he, i will say quite the jump quite the jump yeah quite and because he ha- offers no evidence to back up his theory but everyone's like yeah everyone's like yeah yeah sure. totally that was- so then the first conclusion uh, is be, be, I, I told him i told him by that so the first conclusion is then to infiltrate their group by sending in a scanner, which is the w- only one they have left, which is, uh, what was his name again? V- uh, scanner Darkly. Vale. Vale. Cameron Vale. Cameron. Cameron Vale. You know, our our lovable homeless scanner Cameron. Yeah, who cleans up in about five seconds. <laughs> yeah. But this is uh, my first alt title was uh, The Born Telepathy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I have telepathic curiosities because that's the only thing that they would say what a scanner was. Yeah. Well, I am a I am a psychotherapist with a, a specialty in scanners, but I have no idea what they are or where they come from. They are telepathic curiosities. <laughs> <laughs> but also did I mention I'm a psychotherapologist? I like to I like to light my pipe with uh, with a a lighter. And not like matches. That was really weird. That just really bugged me out. Because every time you see somebody light a pipe on a in a show or something, it's always like they light it and they have the little match and they just go poof, poof, poof. It's because it was go. a crack pipe. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, duh, Oh, Brian. you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's why he was like so... Every time you saw him, he was very much didn't give a shit about what was happening. And was sitting down really low in his chair. 
And every chair he sat in, that and he, he was just super he chill just kinda, as fuck. He always. sat really, really low down in the chair and, and just leaning <laughs> like he was like asleep or stoned all the time. So it's, you're right; it was it was probably crack pipe. And he was like, I could in several scenes. I was like, is he sleeping? He could have been. I think he was sleeping in a couple. Like, of them. like when they go to the gentlemen's club or wherever that club is. The the it's not a strip club, but like a an actual like where men would go and hang out and just sit. around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You, mean, you mean like the a gentleman dandies club? Yes. Not, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like some. <laughs> just like like the club and like a a really fancy golf. Where you course go to kill elephants? Yeah. Yeah. Or talk about killing. No, you go to talk about the elephants that you killed. And point to them on the wall. And point to them on the wall. <laughs> yeah. He's just sitting there, and it's a moment where he, and for what's happening in the movie that time, he should be, like, way more up and, like, doing something and not yeah. looking like he's asleep, but he just looks like he's asleep. And he answers the phone call. He's like, oh, what? what? Uh, Hello? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then he just says... <sighs> Can you call me back in like ten minutes? Oh, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not a good later. time. That's way later. I know, but but, but we're talking about like the laziness and the, everything. Yeah. He right now because the, the Mr. Bad Scanner, as we know him as right now, but it's Reddick. Oh, yeah, Reddick. Mr. Bad Scanner is killing all these people. They immediately buy into Doctor Ruth's theory about the Scanner Underground, and they say, "Let's do it. Let's do it." Yeah. Who do we got? Who's who are we sending in? I found this homeless. We got this homeless. He's the only one left on our team. I think he's the key to infiltrate this secret group that's been growing underneath our nose without us knowing for years. I think he's ready to infiltrate the secret group I just made up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, has I think- probably my favorite scene in the movie where he's like, Yes, you are a scanner. I'm an, I'm an expert, but I have no fucking idea what you are. And then they like put him in this other room with this old man. He's like, yes, he can control his heartbeat and all these other parts of his body that should be uncontrollable. He has agreed to be your psychic sparring partner. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> and then he sits down. He's like, now make his heartbeat faster. Um, What? Make his heartbeat faster. <laughs> and then he, he, he nearly like kills this old man who surprise surprise his like hippy dippy shit can't go against uh, a, a scanner who's about to make his heart explode he's like man that was that was easy end of scene <laughs> like almost kills an yeah, old man that training session i like i had forgotten about it yeah that's how small and quick it was well that's how quick it was for him to be trained yeah. you just skip the entire like, that was it rocky montage they didn't, yeah didn't even montage they yeah. like had a scene with like four shots yeah never mind I, i'm good yeah no nah, no nah, we think you got it i think you got it yeah close enough so then we we send the man to the field or our lovable cameron man into the field where he um starts to track down this artist where it has these like bizarro sculptures and all all mm-hmm. this stuff He's he has a tip that this guy like is involved in this underground group. I have a theory that all that art was just David Cronenberg's. He's like, uh, I got probably was. I need to get my art into a movie somehow because there's got to be a reason I've made all this stuff. Yeah, or he was definitely uh, there with the original idea of the art, and then somebody made it. Like it all came from Maybe. his head. Or I, I'm pretty sure it was probably just like his personal stash. <laughs> so <laughs> these are the things that I, I. This is what I do when I'm not making my films. Anyways. Um, yeah, the, like his whole detective-y thing is so, it just happens so fast. Uh, yeah, it's, it was it was over, it felt like it was over, and I mean, yeah, it, it did not hold any weight, like all of a sudden he was like, he was there, then he, there's this dude, he was 
trying to meet with who had lived in like a barn with a giant that, head as an office. That was the artist. Yeah. Who said, who was also a scanner who said his art is what keeps him sane. And, right. you know, Cameron trying to get at Ravik was like, well, tell me where he is and all this stuff. And then Q Shotgun Squad, yep. who parks outside, who's part of my titles for shotguns and trench coats. Park super far away and then just methodically walk towards the house for probably in like movie time like five minutes long because time. they're talking in the giant sculpture. Yeah, they head. go into the head into his office. Yeah, it's like follow, 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 me. follow me in my office. What this giant head? You can sit in this beanbag chair next to me. Our <laughs> knees will probably touch, but it's not weird because we're in a giant head. It's cool. Look, I put Christmas lights around the top <laughs> on the inside. I also have that poster of the two chicks kissing. On the opposite wall. Please come through my bead curtain. <laughs> Have a seat. No, what is it you would like to discuss? Wait, hang on. I have a mini fridge with Sunkist. Would you like one? And then he lights a crack pipe with a match, and it's really confusing. <laughs> That's not how crack pipes lit. I've seen it from an old man. It's it's the Cronenberg thing of doing the opposite. He's lighting a real pipe with a lighter and a crack pipe with a match. Yep. So they're having their nice talk in the, the giant head when Shotgun Squad arrives. Who are the worst? These people awful like, rival storms. Yeah, I would storm the exact same thing, except they were slightly better because they at least hit the guy in the legs. <laughs> they did, but because it was like buckshot. Yeah, like they they kind of tinged this guy's leg. But there's about four or five of them, and all constantly just <laughs> shotgun shot Constantly after shotgun missing. shot. All of, all of the really terrible, beautiful art is getting destroyed, and um. They, Meanwhile, our hero is just inside the head, hanging out. Like the other guy, the-, <laughs> the other guy came out. The hero, our our uh, veil is just like he's like, what's going on out there? <laughs> no, he's going go out. He's in there. He can like hear stuff from outside. Hey, he's like, hey, hey, everything okay out there? Hey, artist man, <laughs> Every, you need any help? I said it was Diet Coke that. You know, if there's too much trouble. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I spilled some sun kiss down your jam box. <laughs> this like, is kind of a cool little hangout you got, at least. <laughs> also, I don't know. I, I didn't go back and double check, but the giant head they were in, I felt like at one point it didn't have eyes. Like, and then it did at later? Like, they, the eyes were unfinished. And then in the shotgun scene, the eyes were done. Baby, I paid close enough attention to that detail. Yeah, so why don't back. we say yes? Yeah. It, it was probably intentional. It was probably. Uh, fuck off. Yeah, you know, with the eyes open and psychics. Because then... Third eyes. After he... after So after the guy gets, like, shotgunned, uh, Vale just, like, starts going psychic. The, the the guy being the artist. Yeah. Gets shotgunned, yeah. Because he runs out for some reason. I don't remember why. And then we have... What had to be, like, if you were crew shooting this movie, best day. You have our hero and five shotgun squads all standing around just going, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like, with with just centered close-ups on everybody over and over again, close-up. Close up, close up, close up, close up, close up. Right in the middle of the screen. Close up, close up, close up. <laughs> right in the middle. Close oh, up, well, close up. It's showing that he's like in them. Yeah, he did that on occasion. Yeah, then, which was kind of that cool, was kind of cool the first first time. Thing. And then yeah, but then uh, and then he like psychic blasts them all back and kills them all. Yeah, or turns them into vegetables. Or something. something I don't know. It's basically the least cool spy movie is what this has become. 
the the what? The least cool spy movie. <laughs> is it's that like, your alt title? No, no, my alt title here is James Bland. Aw. <laughs> what about Psychic James Bond? <laughs> Could work too, but it was pretty boring. <laughs> I went J uh Jim, James Yon. Jim Bond. Jim Jim Psych Bond. Alright, we don't Bond have time to workshop no, this. Really it's not a good one. But it's not keep going. It's not a good one, but this detective and spy work was super boring to watch at this point in time. Well, it was basically our hero going to like three or four different locations so that everyone else could get murdered by him. Yeah. <laughs> like over and over again. Everybody died over and over he again. He went to the artist's place. Him and Shotgun Squad are dead. He goes to the lady who was at the gallery's place and they all have a like psychic fucking circle jerk. Like literally all sitting around our minds are all connect. Oh wait, right. how do you do the scanner voice? It's like <laughs> Not, oh yeah, the the actual scanner voice. Yeah, how Brian is talking—that's how a lot of really important information is delivered to yeah, you. Yeah, it was a bit. Uh, was there actual like words coming yeah, through? Yeah. I couldn't like most of that stuff. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Every so often, I might pick up a word. Ripe. <laughs> I'm going to tell you some secrets. Okay. Uh. I'm touching you with my mind penis. <laughs> so there's a whole conversation. I re- I don't. I gotta stop because I could do that for a while. They're sitting around in a circle talking to each other when a micro shotgun squad shows up. <laughs> so after after wiping out big shotgun after squad, main shotgun B squad after taking out my shotgun A squad shotgun B squad shows up, which is two shotgun guys. Maybe in trench coats. I don't remember. Definitely one of them had one, like, Velcro to his leg or something, right? Mm-hmm. No, that was the later one. That was oh, okay, guy. sorry. But yeah, they, they, they show up and interrupt the, the, the scanner circle jerk and just start, like, fucking shooting. Oh, like, that's right. These are the army dudes who showed up. Yeah, they right? just, like, the only reason our hero, quotes, is still alive is because they just stopped or started at the wrong end of the circle when they started shooting yep. everybody like down the line. They went like down the line as opposed to just going in and spraying like they did in the artist's room. Yeah, well, you know, it's B squad. It's B squad. They they somehow concentrated all the bullets into <laughs> one person despite using shotguns too. But just so after two die, the scanners kind of like snap out of it, and Vale and Kim are 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 now leads escape. And everybody else in that room dies, and then they kill the. I, do they, they kill? Wait, what the about what the van? No, they get into the van. Don't like a group of them get in, escape into a van. Oh, you're right. And I'm then sorry. they crash into Amoeba Records or whatever that was. Yeah, they they get into a van that just says school bus. Yeah, seems legit. Seems <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. Hey hey kid, yeah, I'm you a bus to, to school. It's seven p.m. at night. Get in. <laughs> Wait, hang on. I'm going to take you to Mind Boner School. It's it, like, uh, that is a really accurate um, 
example of what scanner talk sounds like, but you need to have like a lot more liquid in your back of your throat. Yeah. So it's like in this at the same time. Um, <clears throat> basically, if it's like they recorded it underwater. Yeah, it's kind of like what they yeah, were a like, little bit. Yeah. Uh, so now they they have this kind of I don't know like bus battle. <laughs> like the, they, <laughs> yeah, they're like chasing them. Well, the, it's like car chase, but then like sh- shotgun squad shotgun. B joins the the shotgun van. Yeah, that has the shotgun side windows where all the shotguns come out. Right, and they pull up next to school bus and kill everybody except Kim and Vale. So now this is because of Vale. We have the artist, we have the the scanner orgy. And not to mention two shotgun squads worth of people are dead. Yep. Um, and he's just, it's just because he shows up. Like, really, really no other reason. Be, um, what's his face? Ravik sent people into the, the scanner orgy to, to shotgun them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. It that's all just, we know so that's far. That's all we know. That's all we know is like, he knows that somebody, no, how, you know what? Do we, how does he know? That they're going after him at this point in time. Because he's a scanner. Oh, fuck. Um, this is my alt title at this point. Because no matter what, Cameron Vale's reaction is like, I just need to find the find the guy. He's I'm a scanner. Oh my god, there's a shotgun bus. This is the tale of Mr. Monotone and his drug addiction. Because <laughs> immediately after this, in order to calm down, he has to inject a clear liquid into a vein in his hand. Ephemeral. We know the name of it now. It's is now called ephemeral. ephemeral, which is what silences the voices. The voices and like kind of, it seems like it dulls the psychic power that you can't control. Yeah. Essentially. It's, it kind of does, it seemed to me like it did like, three things at different times at different like depending what I, on what the script yeah, needed. depending on what the story needed the drug did that this drug will do whatever the script says in your that <laughs> at point that in moment, your timeline it will knock your powers out it'll make the voices stop it'll put you to sleep one of those three it'll will transport happen. you to starship troopers um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah we got uh yeah, there's me and his shotguns. And uh, oh, yes, they're hanging out after. I thought it was funny after the uh, the shotgun battle and the. Or after the shotgun battle that led to the record store crash, mm-hmm. they go down to the basement to hide. And then the other shotgun guy shows up and he like is like really sneaky, trying to sneak up to them to shoot. And right as he lifts his gun to fire on them, he cocks his gun very loudly <laughs> so they can go. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing that I didn't understand with all the shotgun squads is it feels like Scanner's scanner's power takes probably 10 seconds to happen. Yeah, it's not like a yeah, immediate Yeah, it seems thing. like if any of these people showed up and shot immediately, there it wouldn't matter because you need to, like, lock on and just be like... No, you don't want to shoot me. Like, you'd have to say that sentence to them, no, you don't want to shoot me, in their head before they would not want to shoot you, which is plenty of time to shoot a shotgun. Yeah. So, they seem to be this disconnect, because then he, like, knows he's there, and then he shoots at the wall, and and then they punch him or something. I don't know. I don't remember. It was convenient for the story. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, that's the thing that was a bummer of this. I ended up, like, I think the movie's fine. I think the last 15 minutes are excellent but like the movie overall is like such a cool idea that 
was like when you're we're working on a project and you have like a great scene or you have this fucking like badass moment that you really want to work on because you know it's going to be dope as fuck you don't want to spend the time on the setup stuff to get to the thing that's dope as fuck you just skip that and that's what this felt like at a lot yeah of the that's time. what like this whole second act just felt like it was just getting to the end yeah it well, was just getting there just some way to get there we get to our first like actual twist that i that was i i didn't see coming i thought it was pretty good you find out that uh rad rad deck revok what Revic? fucking revik revok shoes is revok shoes is actually nike shoes <laughs> he's, he's and he uh, actually owns puma <laughs> oh my god and guess what he's creating adidas <laughs> well i can kind of follow the logic knowing a little bit but you you find out revik is another um chemical processing drug company exec yeah, somewhere. that he works for the company. He works for the company that makes the ephemeral stuff that Vale uh, and the others were like shooting a, up. Is this like biocarbon defeminate? Defeminate? Bio. bio I did. Did I you write it down? Uh, no. I, it's it's called like biocarbon defeminate. Bio, it was like bio something though. Uh, I, I believe I it's biocarbon. I just said biocarbon <laughs> defeminate. I think you're adding another word at the no, end. No, there's though. two words. No, I know, but I thought it was like biocarbon, or and that was it, or bio something. Biocarbon. They manufacture ephemeral. Yeah, you find out like, oh fuck, he's not an underground guy at all. He's just another exec. So it is at this point that. Cameron has no idea what the fuck's going on. So he calls our good doctor at the smoking club. Yeah, that's where we have that smoking that's club That's where he's scene. like... Call me back in ten minutes. At the Gentleman Dandies Will Club, where this important piece of information that's very sensitive, he kind of wakes up from his nap in this leather chair and goes, What? I've hunted a human. What? Can uh, <laughs> <laughs> you call me back in like ten minutes? <laughs> well... I I feel maybe because I was tired or something, but it it was like at this part that I kind of lost the thread a little bit because they go in, Kim and, and Vale go back to Doctor Ruth's place, which is um, at the Kim the other Consec Consec yeah, and they know that there's a mole, and we know there's a mole because he's been talking to Ravik this whole time, and who has orders to kill them essentially, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's like. He goes back and talks to Dr. Ruth and explains this whole thing. You find out Dr. Ruth was the inventor of the biocarbon defeminate place and sold it to Consec a long time ago. So, oh, fuck. Consec is a company along with this other one, and they're together in some way, but he says he has no idea what they do anymore. He doesn't keep in touch. This is basically like a big... A big critique on big pharma and capitalism and mergers and, and psychics. And psychics. Yeah. Like Miss Cleo. The biggest problem in our society is really the psychics running fucking, Big Pharma. Yeah, Big Pharma's and Miss Cleo's think they can <laughs> give fucking me dude. fucking fluoride in the water. I'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I'm going to have shitty teeth just because fuck you. I'm going to drink sugar water. <laughs> Eat a I dick. Put, I put sugar in the fluoride. <laughs> in the water. T- makes it taste better. And now I'm, I, I'm not a psychic. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't use your psychic powers on me. I know your secret. Well, do do you know what was happening? Because we, uh, With- uh, Vale and Doctor Ruth were like, oh man, I need 
you need to scan the computer to find out what's yeah, in Yeah, that this. came up out of somewhere, too. It's like, he learned, he's like, oh, a computer is just like a, a brain. Yeah. If you can scan a wrench, you can scan a ball. <laughs> yeah. It's, just it's like, basically the exact same thing. You need thing. to scan a c- computer to get inside the ripe project. Yeah, this thing just starts being a thing all of a sudden. This is... Which he, well, I mean, when he was looking for Revic... And he finds him at the biochem place or whatever. He looks on the computer and sees, like, ripe or something. Mm. Ripe program. That means it's ready to eat. Right. It means it's it's totally ready to go. Yeah. So then he leaves, and that's when he calls the doctor. He's like, oh, what's ripe? Like, what is this ripe thing? And da 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 I don't know. I don't work for the company I made anymore. But the doctor who... The doctor told the security chief guy who was at the boardroom, was like, oh, we're bringing, we're bringing in Vale and this girl, and they've got information on Revic. He's like, oh, okay. And then... And the next scene, it's like Revic and that security guy talking because you find out that he was the mole. <gasps> the whole time? <sighs> the whole time. So, let, there's a lot of, like... I feel like we just kind of, like, hopped, like, really well, did a really a weird shit, back and forth there. There's a shitload of plot right at the very end of this. Like, yeah. you, there's scanning computers, there's, you know, these this corporate... Cor- corporate, corporate, corporate corporeal, espionage. Corporeal espionage. Ghost... <laughs> yeah, ghost like, espionage, mind, mind jerk off, like all this stuff. Yeah. So you've the doctor, and here's what was, my question was: Is mm-hmm. the doctor starts having like an inner monologue slash he just like has a meltdown? Yeah, during the escape sequence where where Vale and Kim try to escape from the security officer who's working for Red. But what the fuck was he talking about? I don't. He was just. I don't like. I don't know if he was like trying to talk to Vale like in his mind. Like, if he kept talking, like, Vale had, like, a link with him. They never yeah. established that. Yeah. But, it, it, like, I had, that was my first thought. But then I'm like, no, I think he's just, like, trying to figure shit out by, like, talking to himself like a crazy old professor might do. Maybe. Because then he sits down and he's, like, still doing it. And then the security officer comes in and shoots him and kills him. And then that's when it cuts back to Vale. And Vale's like, oh. oh. <laughs> so that's why I was like. Were they like? Is he like telling him? He must him? have been info dumping right out of the trying scene or to info dump into his brain. But it was weird because there was no establishing connection that he was doing that. So I think it was honestly. I think it was just. Hey Brian, huh? I have an asterisk right here that says alt title info dump. <laughs> <laughs> just just let it let you know. Okay, good job, <laughs> good job. It's timely. Yeah, timely one. So, uh, yeah, I don't think. I think honestly. He was just rambling, and he just heard the gunshot, and he was just like, oh, the doctor. Oh, 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 oh. Well, well now let's let's fast forward a little bit. We're going to skip over some details just in, in the essence of time here, because we've been going for a while. Do we want to talk about the baby? The, they go to the hospital, or the doctor's office, to talk to the doctor about the drugs that he was prescribing? Is, it, is it that where we find out what ephemeral is? We find out, so they, for some, whatever reason, I don't remember why... Ephemeral is what? Wait, a do sedative? They do, wait, when do they do the, Do they do the computer before the doctor? Yeah, they do. Because then, yeah, okay. Yeah. So they blow up the... <laughs> <laughs> there are some important things. Yeah, there's a lot. It's right at the end, like but I said. But there's like these, these three... It's Shotgun Squad and then all the rest of the movie. Yeah, exactly. That's it. But there's these three things at the end where it's... So he finds out he can control computers with his mind. No, he just... He scans it. He scans it. Now, here's... here's um, I'm going to... I know you're going to do a list, but I'm inter- going to interrupt. So I was just trying to like get through it. A like, data program administrator guy sets up a self-destruct sequence, 
why the fuck does an info center have self-destruct? I have no idea. Also, why do phone booths blow up? <laughs> My favorite part <laughs> is because it was powered by a stick of dynamite. I, I didn't quite get that nuclear one. Nuclear reactor telephones. <laughs> I guess you, you find out that the the mole knew that he was in there, and then orders a dude to do the self-destruct so that he can like shut off the guy's mind while he's in there too, which causes like everything to fucking blow up including my favorite part a guy pumping gas and looks up and he sees like the telephone line starts to spark and catch fire he's pumping gas and just goes oh shit and then like throws the the gas thing down and like, like you do gas like stuff. you do when you're scared of fire you throw the gas towards it and, and then you leave. run yeah oh shit Blah. this won't create more of a problem it's yeah and then we we have about Maybe five minutes of, a, like, everything blowing up. Yep. Telephone booth. Like, if they would have shown just, like, a basket over to the side, it probably would have blown up. Probably. Because they was in proximity to a scanner's mind shutting down. Didn't seem to have any long-term ramification at all. Unless I missed something. Did, like, he seemed fine still, yeah? With? After he shut down the computers and he was in there, like, it didn't seem to do any long-term damage. To who? To, to Cameron. He wasn't in the computers. Yeah, he was. He was listening on the phone. He oh, was like, yeah. But he wasn't like, oh, I think he was just scanning it, and then like he knew shit was happening, so he left. He oh, wasn't. It wasn't like he was putting himself into it. The or mole said, while they are linked, uh-huh. if we self-destruct the computer, it'll shut down his mind. Oh, that's what that was. I forgot about and that. And then they self-destruct the computer, everything catches fire, and it doesn't, other than him having like a headache. Yeah, he's fine. I didn't. And the mole guy dies. The mole guy dies in the explosion so in the computer the, room. The wrong guy died. <laughs> um, okay. So we then we find out ephemeral is something. It, you, it was an old product for like a sedative of some sort. It was for pregnant lady. They were giving it to like kids or something or something. No. Pregnant women? No, we find that at the very, very That's, end. Yeah, but what was the initial thing for ephemeral? I think it was a sedative. I don't remember. It's probably that. Ephemeral made scanners. Yeah. And now the right project is a list of all the doctors that are prescribing ephemeral to pregnant ladies, which we found out because a fetus scans... Kim, the girl. Kim, yes. Kim and Cam. Kim Kim and Cam. Not confusing. Kim and Cam. Kim, the side side girl. The 80% of the plot is right there. At the end of the movie. But... Here comes the fucking bigger bombs, is that, oh my god, Ravik is Cameron's brother, but, and they've been thought out because they're demolition men or something. I don't know, that's, that's what I thought. It was like, holy shit, what is happening? That's why he was like homeless and a derelict, because he just became existing after like like being frozen or something. He said they, they thought us out, and then you find out Dr. Ruth was their dad. Yeah. Because he gave their mom ephemeral when and she was created pregnant. the scanners. So he's the guy who created the scanners and the expert in the scanners doesn't know what scanners are. Nope. Doesn't said nothing about the fact he was their dad. Did he make this movie up as he went? I, he, he might have. I kind of feel especially since the way everything happens at the end. Yeah. Like he was just kinda like, Yeah, you know, shotgun squads and we'll have more shotgun squads and well, you, I'm still thinking and, let's you know, do another school. There's shotgun. probably a computer and maybe like the computer tells them that babies do drugs Listen, to get psychic powers. We have this phone booth we can blow up. <laughs> I got this phone booth. I'm really excited about it. It's a great idea. I think it'll really help sell the danger that they're in. 
If we can blow it up. This is Ravik talking to Cameron now, and he tells him that they're demolition men, that they're brothers, that Dr. Ruth is their dad, that ephemeral creates scanners, that um, their mom was given ephemeral by Dr. Ruth. Five fucking major plot points within 45 seconds. Yeah. Right in the very last scene. At the end. And I will say, I did not see any of them coming. No. I thought it was really good. That was a fun, it was a fun bit. And And then it all gets ruined immediately as soon as Ravik says, I'm going to suck your brain dry because I went back to Starship Troopers. (laughs) And I'm like, I need to watch Starship Troopers again. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta take a break. I gotta... I gotta watch the brain bug do something cool. So, yeah, so I paused the movie, watched Starship Troopers, came back. Came back, like, all right. Now I'm in the right headspace. <laughs> uh, so then they have the psychic battle, the big which, psychic battle. Which the I fucking knew was going to be the end, too. Oh, well, yeah. It's the it's the blast from each hero pointing at each other, and the, like, the impact point swaying back and forth, only no impact point. It's just people vibrating. Staring and vibrating, and then, like, the this kind of cool vein effect where the oh, veins like swell the vein effect was fucking which was dope. actually was just, I, I started laughing at one point when like one of the veins on his head on Vale's head swole uh got swollen and then the way the blood just kind of like <laughs> sprayed out <laughs> yeah. like somebody poked up like, oh, poked a water balloon and just like this little <laughs> of blood starts spraying out yeah they're they're staring at each other causing these veins to like come up on their arms and face and then Vale like rips parts of his face off yeah i'm Maybe it was a, a mind play, mind game. No, he just and starts then, peeling the 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 exposed veins off his face. Don't pick at it. You didn't take the dart like, out of your hand, but you're tearing the skin off your face. Uh, but then he turns into Johnny Storm. <laughs> well, flame on. That's the other guy. Oh no, oh, yeah, no you're right. Veil. He does. He does Veil, start getting Veil like fire in his hand on fire or and, something. Yeah, he catches himself on fire. I guess which some scanners could do. And then Rabbit's eyes go white. Um, and then they vibrate some more, and then Kim comes in and finds the burn, yeah. burned up. Cut to cut to Kim, who's been asleep on a couch and the door in the room right next to him. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, it's a psychic battle. You're not going to hear much. Yeah, yeah. You're going to hear if you're, if you're in, in Kim's hear, room, you just hear like <laughs> it could well just be somebody jerking it. Yeah, you the, don't know. It's it's from their cheeks and, and honestly, their face vibrating. And honestly, if you looked at both of them, they could still be jerking it. You wouldn't know <laughs> unless you looked down at their hands and saw it wasn't on their penises. Yeah, well, here's it, it does the thing that I actually and you know kinda, what we don't know their hands weren't on their penises <laughs> in some instances. It does at least the thing not the flame I, guy that I really like in movies. The where the poster, the the like iconic poster of the movie yeah. is the end of the movie, which like the. The cover of Scanners originally is Ravik, like, with white eyes oh, and yeah. big veins and stuff. Uh, so I, I like when they do that because it's like, we're showing you the ending, but you don't know. And then Kim comes in and finds the burned up, like, charred remains of yeah. Cameron. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what your end game. Oh, I forgot the part where Cameron's eyes explode out of his head. For some oh, reason. yeah. No, yeah. He gets like a hole in his chest, explodes. Yeah, his, his heart is exploding. His eyes explode out of his head. Cameron's getting fucked up in this. Well, I think he's doing a lot of it to himself, though. Well, as it turns out, she yeah, goes, like, she comes in, sees the charred corpse on the body, and then she's like, she's kind of sitting there and she goes, she kind of looks around and she goes, Cameron? And then she looks over and. From underneath a trench coat yep. comes Revic, but he's like he says in Cameron's voice, "No, it's me, Cameron. We've, I did it. We've I won. Beat, we've won. I've beat Revic." 
because he's, his eyes because and he switched bodies with Revic. <laughs> so it was Revic who burned up. So when you think about it, it's like, oh, he absolutely was probably fucking up his body and catching it on fire because he knew that he had him beat and he's just going to switch bodies and kill him that way. Yeah. Oh no, Revic has no dick. Ah! <laughs> oh no, he like he turns Rev- becomes Revic and he's like, oh, he's got a really tiny penis. <laughs> oh, and cirrhosis. I thought that oh, was- and all this arthritis. <laughs> and what the fuck is this thing on my forehead? What is this? <laughs> it's very sensitive. It's just so weird. It's a weird scar. So he, I think. Oh, going back to that real fast. There's like old video of him with the doctor, and he's got like a bandage revic of bandage over his head and he has one of those you know the psychic third eye drawn on there and i think that he uh, cut what he did what they were saying and i kind of did he cut out his third he, eye he cut his skin except cut his forehead there think trying to see if there was a third eye or something because uh, of all that shit okay that's pretty good so anyway well that, uh, it's very cronenberg in like the body horror of it all and yeah. it was pretty impressive that they were able to get so much across with basically just using the same like high pitch frequency sound. Mm-hmm. It it started to get a little long, but I wish the movie was as great as the last like twenty minutes because yeah. I thought the last twenty minutes were so fucking bonkers good. Those were good, but up until that point, the the middle felt very middle. Shot well, shotgun squad. Besides, Watch it again. In, besides sc- shotgun squads, and 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 think about what is going on in the off camera events of shotgun squads. <laughs> Just be like, I don't think I want to go out there. Like this isn't going well. Like, yeah. These guys can make our minds blow up. That's that. I heard that. Jim shit himself <laughs> until he died. <laughs> I don't, don't want to like go that way. I don't like being in a shotgun squad anymore. I don't like shitting on the toilet. <laughs> Let alone I don't want to shit myself when I die. Uh, all right, oh, let's, let's wrap this up and get out of here. What yeah. are three reasons why uh, Scanners is in the Criterion Collection? Um, oh, I should probably look and see if they even have it for this. Probably, I mean, probably not, but you never know. Yeah, I forgot well, to actually We might surprise look. ourselves one day. Um... I don't think they do. Why don't you give me yours? Okay, so mine are my first one. Close ups. Uh, where they where they make you think that you're inside? Just close ups. Because there were so many close like every other shot was just a centered close up shot. Okay. My second reason boring showdowns, but with gore. We're saying for the very end. Just like any time that like people should like also when they were escaping and stuff, like they would just like look at each other look at like the people hum, they're targeting go, hum, and then that was it. And maybe you'd get a nosebleed, but then, yeah, at the, at the end... <laughs> Mostly there, nosebleeds. At the end, there's a bit of a payoff, at least. But the gore was pretty cool. And then my third one was just, drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very, very thin, like, pharmacy slash maybe heroin, too. I don't know. It's, like, maybe he loves heroin. Maybe. This could be a, like, Maybe love heroin makes us psychics. My reasons. Go. No, number one. The ending fight scene is legit. That is my number one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Cool. Even though it was people staring at each other, at least it was making their veins explode. Yeah. Number two, um, it is very uh, a very unconventional X-Men Origins type story. Yeah. Um, a very unconventional Professor X. And all Just like... It's basically, this is, if, if X-Men was invented today, this would be how it would start. Probably. Not just because mutants. It'd be like, oh, we created these things. We accidentally created it, and then it gets out of control. Yeah. Number three, Demolition Man's a great movie. 
<laughs> Guys, remember Demolition Man? You got, I fucking remember De- Demolition. You know Man. what, Joey? We were wrong. This isn't a prequel to Starship Troopers. This is a prequel to Demolition. No, Man. it's the fucking link. It's a link between to the shows two. that they are in the same universe. I think you're right. On Earth, I think we found in the Los link. Angeles, not in not in um, Buenos Aires, in Los Angeles. Demolition Man is happening in Starship Troopers right now. This is the prequel to both of those. This is the, <laughs> this is the story that links the both yeah. worlds. And then ge- uh, genocide before those. <laughs> so in oh, our yeah. timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The bugs have to come from somewhere. Synopses. Go for it. Uh, criteria, not synopsis. Four. <clears throat> four scanners. I'm going to address this to you. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll listen with bated hey, breath. Have you seen Demolition Man? Yeah. John Spartan, Simon Phoenix, Three Seashells, Taco Bell. Now replace all the fun stuff by body horror drenched in psychic heroin babies. Replace heroin with ephemeral and Taco Bell with garbage cans. Now watch the whole movie on mute and realize how hilarious it is to film psychic duels. <laughs> That's all I had for this. It's pretty good, though. That worked pretty well. Uh, and I'm also going to add uh, Missing Link. Between Starship Troopers and so, so, so. so it makes okay. my fan fiction make way more sense now. So I'm glad we finally saw it. I mean, it writes itself. Yeah, you don't even really have to try. We just found the link right there. <laughs> All you have to do is just like put the in betweens that like solidify the link. Mm-hmm. That's like two scenes. We'll just need to give Ravik a, a robot arm. Yeah, or Cameron, I guess. He now. goes into army. So Cameron really ad- adjusts to being Ravik. Yeah. By the time he gets a robot arm and fights the arachnids. Do you think that when he did that, like, he learned all of his passwords and, like, codes to get his money? So then he can have all of Ravik's money, too? Maybe. But you'd figure Ravik would have used the... When he changed his name to Ratchet, you'd figure he would have used his scanner ability on the arachnids, and it would have been think, over quick. Well, I mean, they. I think he's probably the key as to why psychics in Starship Troopers, like Carl were such a big help to capture the brain bug. So so Carl's a scanner, too? Well, yeah, obviously. Can you make people's brains explode? If he tried hard enough. Do you want psychic abilities? <laughs> I don't know, but maybe we should do a card game to find out if I have them. <laughs> what card am I thinking of? Jack of Hearts. Oh, Jack Diamonds! Oh! oh so, so close. close. You, have, you have half abilities. That's pretty close. If you would... If Joey, you, you're really good at jacking it. <laughs> would you let us uh, psychic into your mind? If he had a dirty mind. <laughs> I wouldn't have a choice. Because it's like, <laughs> it's like your mind is be... with every mind he's been with. Oh, so you, like I catch other you things? You get mind, mind chlamydia. Mind <laughs> herp? Yeah, no, chlamydia. It's way chlamydia. worse. Okay, so we can actually like... Or crabs. So we can like do something about it. It's not a lifelong <laughs> process. Sure. I can take a drug. Would much you... like an ephemeral. Yeah, would you take ephemeral? Uh, if it helps me uh, fight the mind chlamydia. Do you have hemorrhoids? Does that also help with the ephemeral? <laughs> I don't know. Is this because I because I do have it. So like, if we could like, if it's if convenient, if it since it's, Listen, it's convenient for me that that's what that drug needs to do, then if, yeah. If you took ephemeral, uh-huh. and you would never be sick again until you died, right? But it meant your your spawn would be a scanner. Yeah. Would you take ephemeral? Yeah. Why wouldn't I want my kids to have like superpowers? Because they might make your brain explode by accident, or their moms. Well, I get or to live for try to wait, take over how, the world. How long do I get to live? Normal for? life. Normal life. Okay. Well, no, because they'll just be super cool. Okay. Would you take heroin? 
Why wouldn't I? Do you want some? <laughs> what, what are you saying? Do you have some? I joint? think we need to make this a reoccurring segment of rapid fire questions. I just make up. <laughs> Would you take heroin? Do you have some? I don't know. What are you? What are you saying? What do you think it feels like to explode a head? Um, have you ever? Like if you were the guy exploding someone's head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it would be like if you had bubble wrap, but like a lot of it, and you could just do it all at once. Oh, that yeah. would be. But then it's kind of like popping a balloon, which I hate. Well, but not as loud. You know, popping what I, a balloon hurts. You know what loud. I think it is? Uh, it's a mix of popping a balloon and stepping on a giant cockroach. Oh, it's probably kind of gross. Yeah, there's definitely as much gore, or like you know the gooiness when you step on a cockroach, I'm or just... like at my old place when you would step on. Um, snails. Oh, snails, yeah. Yeah, gross. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's probably what it is like to pop a head. It's probably just like stepping on snails, you know. Do you think the inside of a head stinks? Yeah. Like, Have you ever it... smelled like like your armpit or something? It's, that's <laughs> it's like, pretty bad. It's, it's pretty a... bad, and that's like, that's got an open part. Yeah, but Your they... head is like completely closed off. That's true. Do you want scanner abilities? Uh, you know, I don't think so, just because I feel like the headache would be a bit much. I don't want to deal with a constant headache just to find out that somebody else, like, doesn't really, like, enjoy pepperoni on their pizza as much as I do. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I would use it for. Ones. I was like, I'd say, what do you want in the pizza? And and I would say, do you want pepperoni? Because pepperoni sounds great to me. And then instead of them, like, waffling, going back and forth, like, maybe sausage, I could just, like, read their mind and go, oh, this guy, he's not American and he hates pepperoni. And you're racist as fuck. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Also, wow, 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 wow. Um, he really hates Italians. Last question: uh, Do you know how to use the three seashells? Of course. I'm pretty sure you wipe with your fingers and then just smear it across the three seashells, and then that disappears. But you still have buoy fingers. I always just thought that it would probably lead to more bleeding than it would solve. Scratching with your nails. That's why everyone's really manicured. Oh, yeah. Because afterwards, af- that's what they replace water with. <gasps> that's what the seashells are. They're to catch the trimmings from your from your nails, because you trim your nails, and you catch them in the three seashells. No, you got to already be trimmed, because you're there to wipe. It's the three seashells. Oh, Brian, come on. <laughs> what? All right. Well, we're watching next. Demolition Man, apparently. <laughs> Demolition <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> no, we're going uh, go, to go back into the depths that is... Um, the bowels. Yeah, the terror. Uh, we're gonna watch. Although I think we've done pretty well with this episode, all things considered. <laughs> sure. I think maybe the fear of having to go down in the dark well all the time, <laughs> maybe like forced us. To, well, like, if we have another bad episode. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have to keep doing it. Maybe if we, we're gonna, of course we're gonna listen to this later and be like, oh, yeah, should. Well, no, we should be gotta go in there. <laughs> nope. Here's where we're going. All right, we're you doing. ready? <laughs> no, but go ahead, say it. We're gonna go to Antichrist. Oh God, is hey, that on? It is on Netflix. All right. It's pro- I don't know if it's on Hulu or not. It is Lars von Trier. Lars von Trier recently did that two-part Nymphomaniac, which also has some horrific shit in it. Uh, I have seen Antichrist. Uh, I will watch it again, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you don't have much of a choice. Buckle up, buddy. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, I look forward very much to you. Uh, you can watch it over the holiday season no, with... I won't. You know, when, I'm not going to watch it until I get home. Back from holidays. <laughs> uh, you're going to enjoy it. It's Willem Dafoe's in it. Oh, okay. And um, the lady, I am... Uh, what's her name? Charlize Theron. It's a lady who's in a lot of Lars von Trier movies. I don't know who Lars... What, what other movies is Lars von Trier in? Uh... Charlotte Gainsbourg. Charlotte okay. Gainsbourg. 
Lars von Trier has also done a lot of art house shit. Okay, so shit I probably would have never seen. Cool. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff, like somehow gets a lot of full penetration in his actual movies. <laughs> so, you know, good on him. Cool, good for him then. Uh, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Uh, he did Dancer in the Dark, that movie Bjork was in. Bjork. 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 Me name is Bjork. Um, okay, he hasn't done a ton. He did Dogville, uh, which had, I think, Nicole Kidman in it. The Idiots, Dancer in the Dark, Breaking the Waves, Epidemic, Euphoria, The Elephant Crime, Antichrist, Melancholia, had Chris, uh, what's her name, the, the Spider-Man girlfriend from Kirk, the, uh, Kristen, K- Dunst, yeah. Kirsten Dunst? Kirsten, wait, Kirsten. is it Kirsten? Shit. And Nymphomaniac is his most recent, which was a two-part thing. Okay. Uh, frequent collaborate. Well, there's a giant grid on here that shows his frequent collaborators and like what movies they've been in. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, All right. Any, so yeah. Antichrist. So Antichrist is up next on Netflix. Um, you know, be careful, y'all out there, if you're going to watch along with this one, because I know it's coming. Brian does not. I have no idea. Be careful at the end. Brian, don't read ahead, because you need to see... The stuff as it comes. I, well, all I do is read the synopsis. The synopsis doesn't usually give away plot. The Wikipedia me, synopsis does. I No, it's usually the IMD. Okay, that's fine. Because I, I just have to have, like, some idea of what's happening. I don't need to know, like... It's a very, like, there's a lot of beautiful images in it. Plot-wise, it's very simple. But it deals with, like, extreme grief and depression of this couple who lost a child. Okay. And it's their process where they go to try and, like, get their lives back. But the movie's called Antichrist. Through help with the devil. I'll let you infer how well it goes based on the (laughs) title. Obviously obviously great. They go into an adoption process, find a great child. Yeah, named Damien. It all works out well. (laughs) Adrian. Uh, His name is Adrian. Damien was the omen child. Yeah. Omen. Ooh. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Criterion Odds. You can write into Criterion Odds at Criterion Odds at gmail.com. Or, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter. We don't really keep up with that as much as we should. No. I mean, you're better off following us individually on Twitter. Not at least me. I, 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 I'll, I'm more, way more active on my Twitter than I am on the Criterion Odds one. We'll start doing, using the Criterion one. I should. It's like our shit, man. I know. All right. Well. Listen to LOLJK, too, if you want to hear more of our voices. Uh, we'll see you on another Criterion Knots. I've been Criterion Wait. I've been Criterion We'll see you next time. Hail Adrian. Hail Adrian. I'm feeling very announcery today. Announcer. I can feel the tongue in my mouth. Breasts. Breasts. Say the plural of breast. Breast Breasts. Yeah, it's really fucking Wait, hang on, hang on. Boobies? (laughs) Titties. Let me try this again. Sorry. Tarts. (laughs) Bubes. (laughs) 
Bees. Breasts. I can't. Bajongas. Breasts. Melons. You just go. Hooters. Perfect.